This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. I love a Friday on Power Lunch. I love that we get to kick back and we get to talk about some really interesting things that affect us all at the end of the day. I mean, that relationship you have with your barber or your hairdresser. It is crucial knowing that you can kick back, you can relax, you can trust them because your beauty and your image is in their hands. These professionals often serve as confidants, as advisors. They create a space where clients can feel comfortable in expressing themselves while receiving not only physical transformations, but also emotional support as well. And uh, so we're going to, in this conversation, touch on uh, what it is like to hold that role, that important role of being a barber or a hairdresser, and also why these relationships are so important. And I'd love to know from you, what's your relationship with your barber and your hairdresser? Have you had to switch up barbers, switch up hairdressers, and how has that emotionally and physically affected your life? 0861-987-000. In studio with us, we have Braids by Tandekile founder, Tandekile. Hello, Tandekile. Hi, puppy. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? <laughs> I, w- I wasn't prepared at Were all. you making content? <laughs> I'm busy creating content. I love it. I love it for you. Radio. I'm so excited. It's lovely to have you with us. Thank you. And we have Kwan Hermanis from Legends Barbershop Menlin. Hi, Kwan. Hi, how are you? Very well, and you? Well, thanks. Good. And then we have Braids by Tandigil, a client of eight years. Nomsa is on the line with us as well. Hi, Nomsa. It's Noma. Hi, puppy. Oh, I beg your pardon. I've got a chance, Noma. Noma, it is no good to talk to you. It's lovely being here. Thank you for having me. So how did you and Tandigila find each other in this love story of hair? Oh, I mean, it's been years. I actually had to think, you know, quite a while back. Um, but I think it was around 2016, yeah. 2017. And I was looking for a very particular style that hadn't been popular in SA or in Johannesburg, I'd say. Okay. And I spent a lot of time, you know, looking online and I found her and I said, this is what I want. And at that time, she was still doing house calls and she came to my place. And uh, that's where our, our story began, our mm. journey. Mm. And she's still my hairstylist, preferred hairstylist to this day because, I mean, it's been a slow burn, um, but she's also become one of my closest friends. So that's how it started. <laughs> she's having an emotional reaction to you saying yes. one of her closest friends as well. Are it's you... actually crazy because I, 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 had, I haven't thought about how long the relationship is. Yeah. You know, I couldn't even pinpoint the year until I had to think about it. I'm like, it's actually been close to a decade. It's a very personal relationship. It is. It is. I mean, yeah. grooming is a personal relationship. We spend so much money and time on it, and, mm. you know, especially from a woman's perspective. So there has to be that kind of trust um, that is built over time because you're trusting someone with your, your personal expression, the yeah. way you present to the world. So it's very tied to identity. So the same way men won't go to any barber, random person, you know, um, our grooming is quite extensive. You wouldn't just go to any random person. You have to know them or at least trust them uh, via word of mouth or other people's experiences before you entrust them with something so personal to you. Absolutely, Norma. Quite the same in the barber space. Beyond the actual haircut, it's the relationship. It's a relationship, mm. yes. Yeah. It's important yeah. to build relationship with your 
customers and vice versa. Mm. But in a barbershop like yours, it feels like there's always new guys being trained up. There's always new faces. So how does that work? People come because what? So at first you come because of the brand. Yeah. But most importantly, the barber keeps you. So it all depends on how you, how the barber welcomes you in the store. Mm. So it starts there. And then the relationship builds, starts there. So three years down the line, four years down the line, you're still going back. It's because the barber mastered your your type of haircut, mm. the haircut you'd like. Because it's difficult to go into a barber shop and just go to anyone. Your first haircut might be might not be the best, but don't move away. Stay there and build a, rel- a relationship with the barber and teach him how you would like your hair. Sure. Because we 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 artists, we master the 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 barbering mm. so it's going to take us time to master your haircut but we can give you a quality haircut on your first try mm. Mm. and just like any other relationship it gets better and better and you kind of know each other's desires moves and so on and so forth tandy why do you love this so much tandy Gilu? Um, so m- for me, because it started as a passion, yeah. it was never something that I thought I would do as a business. You left corporate. I left corporate, but I started this back then in varsity. Oh. And because I started in university, actually, when I used to do house calls, that's how I met Norma. No, so I was man. still like doing my final year. And um, over time, then people started coming to my house. Mm. So for me, that's why it was so important to build trust and, you know, some form of an intimate relationship because, you know, hair is intimate. Mm. You know, when you look at the fact that someone really has to trust you with their image and how they look. But also, I think it's like a bit, a woman has to get vulnerable for them to say, okay, I can trust that this person can um, do something that I'm going to like, Mm. but also make it a safe space for the person to say, um, I'm going to be able to state what I prefer and hope to be listened to. Yes. But also some people, you know, do hair because they feel like they want to feel better about themselves. You know, it could be something that they're going through. So they come to me for a lot of different reasons. Right. Outside of just, um, you know, being able to freely take a break or to um, to freely speak about themselves. So it's important to create that that bit of trust. So how do you create a safe space? I mean, you can disinfect for the products and for the shaving and for the plaiting mm. etc but there's something that you need that is unique and you can't fake it to create a safe space that is true and i feel like i will take my personality as a blessing because i do have the ability to con- to connect with different individuals yeah um, from different walks of life mm. and for me i will never say that something that i had to learn um it is a gift and because I have that ability, it doesn't matter how different the person is from me. I still have that little bit of, of, of something to connect to that person, sure. you know, with. And um, because I also feel safe to also talk about myself, mm. it kind of creates that platform for the person to open up as well. Um, and it, it just flows organically because there's never a time where I say, oh, I'm going to sit and plan and this is what we're going to talk about. Of course. Uh, it literally just flows. Um, and even clients that are not talkers, I, we find we find ourselves actually talking about anything and everything. 
Um, and because I never talk about my other clients, I think that kind of creates the space for the person to to feel like, okay, if this person is not even bringing up anybody else mm. or anybody else's story, that means that I can also freely talk about myself in trusting that everything will just stay here. Because so do you know a lot of people's stories? This is what I you're saying. I know. I know a lot of people's stories. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. I know a lot of people. Because it's not just, it's not even about the stories. No, ma, did you know? <laughs> But I guess that's what's really special about Tande, you know, because I'm one of those, you know, when we first met, I'm 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 very wary of people at first. Um and I'm just there to get my hair done to the quality that we agreed upon. And as time went by, I found that she's a person who really understands. I mean, at first she's just a consumer professional, as in she's about her craft and the techniques and all of that. But she's a person who understands boundaries as well. So she knows when to um, she knows how to meet you where you're at without making you feel out of place. So um, me being able to get to a place where I felt like I could talk to her about things that had nothing to do with hair. And we got to a point where, you know, we're attending concerts together. We're talking about stuff like politics. Um, it, it, it's it's because she understands how to relate to people. Um, and she, 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 she tailor makes her experience to, for yeah. you. So if you're someone who's not talkative, then she's happy to give you a space uh, without it being like silent and awkward. Or if you're a talker, then she'll engage you at that level. So I think uh, it's her personality, as she says, but Mm. she understands how to straddle it between the professional and the personal so that even in that sense where you're comfortable and, and you're getting that unique experience, it never leaves the professional space in the sense that she's there to do your hair and then you go home. Sure. Let's speak to Nambo, who's called in, because as soon as I know that there's going to be hair stylists, barbers, people have hair issues that they want to ask about. So are you ready for this? Tandakile, Kwan? All right, let's go. Nambo, hello. Yeah, how are you? Good, and you? Yeah, look here. For me, I've got an uh, an historical issue. One is that uh, when I grew up, my hairline was not like... uh, I like that of other boys. Uh, it was quite different. Uh, it's more different even still today. Uh, so many barbers got it wrong, especially when it comes to trimming uh, my hair. So most of them got it wrong. But until I found and bound and this one of the guys, you know, uh, uh, who's based here in Pretoria, mm. uh, until he got it right. And then I think I also took some time to get it right. So... I think this, that's what uh, makes me, that's what makes a connection between myself and my barber. Yeah. Many other things, characters, yes, but for me, most important is about the person who gets my hairlines correctly, who does trimming for me. So that's the thing for me. And if your barber has to move or no longer is there, I mean, what is that going to do for you? It becomes troublesome. Yeah. So, Become troublesome. So sometimes I follow him. So whenever he moves to another location, I move. Then when he goes to live out of the location, then the trouble becomes because of I have to make a new relationship yeah. with a new barber. So I think that's where I struggle. So and that's the thing. So the current barber that I'm utilizing, you know, uh, we have around four years relationship. Mm. So. That's the kind of relationship I have now. Thank you, Nambo. And Kwan, you're nodding your head throughout, right? I mean, this is exactly the type of thing that cements a relationship, that he has a specific issue and he keeps coming back. 
only one person can fix it. Yeah. yeah. And as he said, it took time to find the person. So it will take time to find your perfect record. Mm. So that's why I stick to one person. Mm. Or stick to one barbershop. Stick to one barbershop. I mean, talk to me about this idea that we've been talking about as the ladies that we have safe spaces to talk to one another. What happens at a barbershop? What's that relationship between the barber <laughs> and the man in the chair? So, okay, we, we don't open up that much, but we speak about a lot of other things. Okay. So I also knew, know a few things but that we can't speak about, <laughs> but it's not opening up. We speak about soccer, we speak about everything else. So you're not speaking about your feelings, no but pro- names are mentioned. No problems there. <laughs> That's only us. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's absolutely brilliant. In terms of the perfect haircut, I mean, we've talked about how it's an individual and what they need, but what, in your view, is the reason that people keep coming back to you in particular, Quan? I think it's um, they feel valued. Um, because we go out of our way um, to satisfy or to master their haircut. Mm. So it's the small things that that builds a strong re- relationship. It's the, you open at nine, but I can do it half past eight. Mm. So it's those things that, that cements everything because I can count on you. Um, if I have an interview tomorrow, I know I'm going to look fresh today. There's no... Um, messing up my airline because it's it's been consistent and it's it's getting better. So if I'm getting married tomorrow, I know that my pictures are going to look fine. Yeah, I think that's such an important point. Eh, availability, ease of contact to make that booking happen, and the reliability that if we say half past eight, you're going to be there half past eight. Mm. I mean that keeps the the trust, doesn't it, it Tandigili? Yeah, it does. It yeah. definitely does. Yeah. yeah. Talk to me about house calls. Is that a different relationship? Are you taking things to the next level? I think at the beginning, that's how I built uh, my clientele. Because um, if you're at home, then that's an intimate space on its own. Yeah. Outside of the, you know, you know, the person open up, opening up to you with their hair. Um, home itself is an intimate space, whether I'm going to you or you're coming to me, because it's private. Um, I think what I've, I've struggled with now, especially with the clients that I've known for five years and above, is how to adjust to, because I'm growing, how to adjust to the new space where there's like, I have stylists now, I have all of those people. And I feel like I miss those conversations. I miss the privacy that we used to have. So it is on another level. It is definitely So you level. now are no longer the only stylist. You've mm-hmm. trained up other yes. stylists in the way of Tandegile. Yes. And so you're saying in as an individual, as a person who loves the craft, is an element that you miss. But the yes. business is expanding. The business is expanding. Yeah. But I miss that element. Sure. Um, for me, I feel like that's how I built those networks. Because yeah. I don't even call them just relationships. Mm. Um, it's networks. So mm. we used to just have that. It would be just us, literally. Just us. Yeah. Um, so now some of them, you know, you want to catch up based on when last you saw them and what had happened in their lives. And you realize that, oh, but there's people, so, so many private and confidential, yeah. <laughs> you know. But do you get people, people saying, I only want Tandekile? Yes. 
<laughs> that's no, a lot no, of recognition. No man's like, mm -hmm. no, is one of them. Uh, I, I think when she moved over and she started expanding, she had to have a talk with me Aww. to sit me down and say, listen, I have people, but I trust them and I'm training them. And you're always going to get, you know, the treatment and the style and the quality you've always come to expect of me. Yeah. But we did have to have that conversation to say, you know, sometimes you're going to get there and no one's going to. I'm not going to be there doing it personally because she's so busy. You hardly see Tandeida when you're going to a mm -hmm. salon anymore because she's busy elsewhere. But um, that's, you know, that speaks to her quality and how seriously she takes the craft because on many occasions, it's her stylist who executed the hairstyles that I want. Yes. And I've never had issue ah, with that. So okay, okay. I, I'm, yeah, I'm completely comfortable with the setup because that's part of that trust that's built um, to know that even if she's not there, her standards and quality still prevail. Can we talk about pictures on the sides of the saloon and on social media? <laughs> Can we talk about this for a second? Because I have been the victim of the pictures, not at your barbershop, Kwan, but elsewhere. <laughs> and people will be going, and they'll say, oh, I didn't know you cut your hair, hair here at North Street. And I don't. But they've taken my picture from wherever it is with the double line and the edge up and whatever it is when I used to cut my hair really short. Talk to me about that world and how you source what you source for publicity and maybe others steal your visuals for their oh, publicity. It happens all the time. Yeah. It happens all the time. I'm even in Nigeria. I'm in Tanzania. I'm in Kenya, That's but I'm me. not there. You know, I'm I'm on Pinterest. You know, uh, shared by pages that have over 11 million followers, and here I am still like on my 16,000 followers um, on Instagram. It hurts because when you starting your business small, you're mm. not gonna have time to do the admin of watermarking every picture. So sometimes I used to, you know, I'll be able to do it, but um, over time I just stopped and yeah. I, I gave up. Actually, I used to even call them out some of them are salons that are known that i'm not gonna mention yes. but i will call them out on mm. my stories and i'll be like stop using my work stop i mean you also found my work somewhere else mm. um the locks okay now i mentioning yeah, yeah, yeah. almost i'm not gonna mention them but yeah so it, it does hurt i don't think there's any way to control the internet yet yeah Kwan, mm. do you have a view on that um i think from outside it it helped us grow um because we don't take pictures without the legendary cape on. Okay. So if it's posted somewhere. Oh, ideas. Tandakila's <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. Light bulb. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it helped us grow. So if you see mm. a haircut from Legends in Nurat or in Rustenburg or anything, it's it's expanding us. So it's it's good for us. That's Free brilliant. That's brilliant. Do you often find people come in and say, I've seen this haircut. Can you do exactly the same thing? Yes. Mm. Yes. Mm. Um, so most of the time, people will come in, um, customers will come in and say, I want this. But the issue is that the hair is not the same texture as the one you showed Got me. Got it. Mm. That so that's where the problem comes in at first. Okay. So that's why some of us, at times we have complaints or unhappy customers. It's because they want a certain look and it's... It's it's now and then it's impossible. It's not possible. Because yeah. yeah. our hair is so different. You're in an interesting realm, braids by Tandegile. Yes. Tell me about that whole world. Because there's the world of all the chemical things that people can do and the weaves that people can do. Why this niche? It's very interesting. It is. Um, 
for me, I looked at everything I didn't like about all the salons. I know this is like a different angle sure, of how sure. you know, normally businesses go or start up. But I looked at everything that I didn't like. Mm. I didn't like the fact that no one was accommodating of our hair. I didn't like that, you know, you had to to sort of like beg or try to bleed with the hairdresser to accommodate your kinky, unprocessed, natural hair. Mm. I wanted to create a space on the hair side that will accommodate natural hair number one. I also wanted um, a space where black women can actually be celebrated. And that's why majority of the time I don't even have straight hair on mm. my um, my page. And I know it's very risky um, in, a, in an industry that's already so um, saturated to say you're going to niche up like that. But yeah, for me, it came from just accommodating everybody else without them having to feel like they have to pay an extra amount to be detangled, you know, for their hair to be taken care of with care. So I was like, I'm going to create that space. So what do you offer? So I offer locks and braids Mm -hmm. and natural hair treatments. So it's still very much niched, but yeah, it's pretty much locks and braids. But it's unique because some of the hairstyles I create them myself. I've created them myself from scratch. What do you mean? Because isn't braids, braids is braids. Braids are braids. But I will have my own um, twisted things. Some of the stuff I draw inspiration from others, of course. Sure. But I've had my own hairstyles where I'll, I'll take the same material but create a different look. Like when I had to create um, hairstyles for Miss South Africa, Davi. So we even had to name the hairstyle by a certain name. Okay. A second name, rather. It's Nyatela Locks. Because gotcha. that's like unique. We literally had to sit with Verna and like create that from scratch. Mm, mm. Very, very interesting. You know, um, full disclosure, when you go on to uh, Braids by Tandigil, at some point there, you'll also find my dreads there. Exactly. Um, and that's how we met. And it was just a couple of things. And Norma, I'm sure you'll agree. It was uh, the ease with which the uh, booking platform worked. I want to phone 10 different people and wait for an SMS to come back. Am I DMing? Am I, do you do, I don't, I like that very much. Click here. Okay. Book here. Love. Um, That was the first thing. And then just the ease with which we built rapport almost immediately. And I was like, ah, okay. I can just relax because I'm trying something new. Because ordinarily, Kwan, I was one of the gentlemen who sat in your chairs (laughs) to come and get haircuts. So, so I think that it is. It's so important to talk about that and have this great relationship and what you guys offer to your clients is really beyond grooming. It's it's quite an experience. What do you love the most, Kwan, about what you do? Um, I think, as I said, I'm the other side of, of Barbary and also um, transforming someone's uh, physical or appearance yeah. is something else. Um, you see someone walking out with the conference he never came inward. Yeah. You you give someone confidence to do what do um exactly what they want. Mm. You the, if if there's an interview tomorrow with a haircut he's he's not a five anymore, he's a nine. H. So it helps because um and also the, the building relationship side of, of barbering. Yeah. Um meeting new people. Because mm. uh, the people you meet are, you know, some of them are doctors, some of them are lawyers. They all do their own um, job or industry. Mm. So if you, me meeting um, a different person every day helps me grow personally. Yeah. So I think that's what I love mo- most about barbering is just meeting people and getting all this advice for free. 
That's beautiful. Norma, when's your next appointment? I'm actually due for one once I get my life in order again. <laughs> but thank but I, you. I, I, will, I will be popping through. She knows. I, we will chat, Pandegila. I know I'm late. <laughs> yeah, it's long overdue. It's long overdue, yes. she says. Yes. Thank you very much for coming on the air and sharing your relationship as a Braids by Tandegile client of eight years, Norma. Yes. Um, Pofana, thank you very much for coming through. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Kwan Hermanus Legends Barbershop. Menland Baba, thank you for coming through. Thank you for having me. And Braids by Tandekile founder Tandekile, thank you as well. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.